Here's how you know that you're getting trained for hospitality. Yes. You know someone's hospitable when they can be hospitable and you know show hospitality in a hostage crisis. Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio with your hosts, Anthony and Amy Russo. Grace and Peace Radio is a weekly Christian podcast where together we'll discuss how we can apply God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. I actually learned hospitality starting out with, with from you because you had learned it from your mom. Mm-hmm. So I watched you pull things together because initially when we would first start having people over, uh, I would sort of <laughs> metaphorically just stand there with my mouth open like, I don't know where to start. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, that wasn't even metaphor. You, That's true. I, I pretty much was standing <laughs> You pretty much did. Yeah. I did. Like, I did. I was totally paralyzed. What's with Amy? Uh, she's just catatonic. <laughs> so in my catatonic, yeah, in my catatonic state, I would watch my husband pull the stuff together and it wasn't anything fancy. It wasn't anything profound. So I started learning that and really the person that was instrumental as we were going into ministry and as my mind was already leaning toward the idea at the time we thought that's where the Lord was taking us, that you'd be a pastor and that I'd be pastor's wife and Mm -hmm. this was going to be a big part of my role. And I was quite nervous about that. But it was when we moved to Orlando and we lived in Lake Mary and the church we were at, Markham Woods, and Gloria Parker. Mm Mm-hmm. The, right. Uh, Pastor Bob Parker's wife. Yeah. I learned a ton from her, and she probably doesn't even know that. Right. Uh, but. I mean, talk about a woman of, of Christian poise and oh grace my. and strength. And yes. No reputation. You know, she's so easygoing. Absolutely. Honestly, it, it was like she she walked two inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just floated. You know, she was just. Such a graceful woman. She was, is, and and she made it look so easy, and she was so humble about it. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You know, I still remember her. Yes. Her <laughs> fruit, or her watermelon, yes. no, fruit, fruit bowls. Fruit bowls. With the watermelon yep. shell or whatever, and, you know, you have to understand, this lady could whip up this, the most beautiful watermelon bowl design with fruit yes. in it and all that, you know, with all the... the decorative cuttings and all mm-hmm. you know, like it's nothing like Ex- like yeah. you and i are making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like oh here i made this amazing fruit bowl yeah but and she wouldn't say it that way no she would just be like oh i brought a fruit bowl I'm like boy that thing's amazing <laughs> i'm like taking pictures of it before it was yeah, even popular we, to do we, that. we do we have we have pictures so, of uh glorious fruit bowl but yeah she was just so easygoing and just so willing to to share her knowledge and I learned a, a lot from her and I, I really appreciated that and I still keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and you mentioned, you mentioned my mom mm-hmm. and so I, I have a story that yes. I have to share. Um, but the thing is, 
you know, it wasn't like we always, it wasn't like we had people over very often. I mean, the kids did, but my parents didn't have people over. My, Mm -hmm. my mother's sister lived close by, you know, whatever it was, 20 minutes away. So she would come over almost every week and Mm -hmm. they'd have coffee and cake and just talk or whatever. But as far as, and our kitchen was was tiny and so you couldn't fit more than just the six of us there so it wasn't like we had a lot of people over but for some reason my mom was pretty good at feeding you know and making sure everybody was that everything had to be right Right. you know not i don't i don't mean like not fastidiously or yeah not in a shallow way she just made sure that there was plenty of food right right the famous story (laughs) is if your mother Here's how you know that you're getting trained for hospitality. Yes. You know someone's hospitable when they can be hospitable and you know show hospitality in a hostage crisis. And here's the thing. We lived on the end of a street, and at the end of the streets, like right next to our house were the back of these stores, and then there were also stores perpendicular to those. Mm-hmm. One of those was a post office. Well... This is in the mid eighties and I'm in high school and a guy goes into the post office and takes his estranged wife hostage. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say up front, everything ended peacefully. Yes. Okay. So, which is why we can talk about this now and smile. Right. So that, that stress aside. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because it, it ended fine. So, there was this hostage standoff <laughs> at the local post office for hours. Across I mean, the street from your house. I, I, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, you could just about throw a baseball. Yes. And actually, you could throw a baseball, and by the time it landed and rolled, it would hit the curb in front of the post office. Mm-hmm. So that's how, you know, it was right there. Mm-hmm. And so next thing you know, we're told we have to stay at our house. The SWAT teams are there. They're all over the place and, and all this activity's going on for hours and there's this whole standoff thing. Well, my friend, Scott, he comes from another direction, he and his mother, mm-hmm. and they come into our house. Mm-hmm. So they're there and we're watching from the kitchen window, like what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then another friend of mine comes over and he's there. So now we've got, you know, some of my family is there. I don't remember. I don't think all of us were there, but... My friend, his mother, another friend. And so my mom's got all these people in there. Well, my mom, like, she starts kind of freaking out. Like, uh, I, 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 I feel so bad. I don't have any food. She's like runs downstairs into the pantry and pulls out cans of soup. Yes. So you ne- next thing you know, she's got like just soup on the <laughs> stove. And she's, you know, she's dumping cans of Campbell's soup in and, and trying to get, and she's like, you know, I, I, it's, I'm so sorry. It's all I have, you know, with the, this idea that I'm so sorry. If I knew there was going to be a hostage situation, I'd have gone grocery shopping. Exactly. It's like, I don't know what she was thinking, but she's apologizing that, you know, this is all she I have. She was not prepared for the hostage I'm, situation. I'm, I'm, I'm so not prepared, you know. <laughs> I love so, that family story. Yeah. So that was my favorite memory of hospitality. But mm-hmm. you're right, though. I did learn hospitality from 
from my family. My grandfather owned a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So for years, 40-something years. Yeah, you watched him a lot, didn't know you were a little kid. And every Christmas, we went to his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the, again, my, you know, my cousins, my aunt, my uncle. And so there was literally a long table down in the basement. And we feasted mm-hmm. every single Christmas. And so I learned hospitality. It's exactly what you said at the beginning, which I, I find this funny because... We didn't compare notes at all, and yet we keep touching on some of the same things. You mm-hmm. said at the beginning that you didn't learn it from your family. Right. And yet, I learned hospitality from my family, and one of the notes I made was, parents, your children will learn it from you. Yeah. They are watching whether you to realize the, it or not. Yeah. To the degree that you teach hospitality, they'll learn mm-hmm. it. And if you if you don't teach it, they won't learn it. Right. You know, I'm not saying you're failing as parents or anything. That's not my point. My point is just that, again, as they see you living your life, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that they'll they'll pick up, those mm-hmm. traits that they'll pick up. For boys and girls. Right. It's both. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah. So, and then again, so hospitality is this whole idea of making someone you know again feel at home mm-hmm. right it's uh, and then but christian hospitality specifically is like jesus talks about giving a cup of cold water mm-hmm. or again the sheep and the goats and feeding and and giving drink christian hospitality is mercy and mercy is love Right. So. um, But let's talk about food. Let's talk about food. Of course, my big, no, phobia is way too strong a word, but just concern, thinking about going in and, okay, we're going to be in ministry and there's going to be more people at the house and what are we going to do? Start small. If you're getting your feet wet. Start with small, wet feet. Let's back up on that one. Small wet feet. You're in a new church or not in a new church and realize, you know what? I need to get to know people. This is my church family. I need to start maybe having some people over. Keep it simple. Coffee, tea, and dessert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you don't have to bake some exotic dessert. Right. But no, you're right. It, actually, I was thinking the same thing. Start mm-hmm. small. Start with... Dessert. And again, even if you, you buy the cookies, you buy sure. the cake. There's way too many good grocery stores with great bakeries. You know, you don't have to stress on, I have to bake this myself. Right. Now, I've learned a few things over the years that, you know, I will, you know, in a dessert fashion that I will bring to... You still make glorious coconut cake. I do still make glorious coconut cake. And people rave about that. And I yep. never take credit for it because I couldn't come up with that if my life depended on it. So, yeah. I, Gloria, if you're listening, thank you very much mm-hmm. for that cake cake recipe. So, yeah, it's it's starting out small. And, you know, and then if you're progressing into a dinner, you know, have, have two or three meals that you know you're good at that's good at feeding another couple 
mm-hmm. or another couple couples. Right. And stick with it. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. And again, even if it's spaghetti and I was you, thinking you doctor up some sauce. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or do a spaghetti bake. That yeah. was one of the early ones I did so that it was, it, I wasn't trying to sit there, stand there in the kitchen and time stuff on, is this going to be done at the same time? I did it as like a casserole dish. I did a spaghetti right. bake. Which I- so, so we talked about, about food mm-hmm. and, and those are some, some great things. And again, it's this idea of putting yourself in, in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody comes in, well, just offer them something to drink, mm-hmm. offer them a little something to refresh them. You know, it's right. this idea of loving enough to think through what can I offer this person mm-hmm. that would give them a little bit of a, a a break in life? And that comes to mind. We've done this over the years, and sometimes it's accepted and sometimes it's not. When you have people over fixing things, we've offered pop to, mm-hmm. you know, plumbers or AC people or whoever happens to be over working on the house uh, over the years. We've we've done that as well right a cup of coffee yeah so yep yep and so there's that again we we can talk about we've talked about food how about the home itself Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't have to be show quality magazine photo shoot kind of thing is your home as the old word meant is your home homely Mm mm-hmm not ugly. Right. Homely meant homey. What we homey, know. comfortable. Yeah. You know, do people, when they come to your home and they sit down, do they feel like, wow, this is really mm-hmm. calming? Mm-hmm. We, we know we've done it right when people sit down on the couch and immediately put their feet up on the ottoman. We're like, okay, good. Yeah, right. You know, and so that that's really important. And again, it's, do people arrive, uh, feeling welcome and the, do they leave feeling refreshed? Right. You know, any, and I think the biggest thing, and again, this is something you, you touched on earlier is arriving welcomed and leaving feeling refreshed doesn't mean that you as the host have to go through all these machinations to make that happen. Yeah. Something to drink, even if it's water Mm -hmm. and then really giving attention, Mm -hmm. listening, listening. Exactly. And just letting them talk, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, giving them preference. Mm hmm. And and setting up an environment that they know that they can go into the kitchen and go get a glass of water or another piece of cake or mm-hmm. coffee, and it's fine. Right. And, you know, they can touch things and, you know, you're not going to feel like, oh, I shouldn't touch that or, yeah, yeah. you know, get really comfy in the chair, pull right. your feet up. Yeah. So all, all of those things, which again, you know. Lost people can do a lot of that as well. Mm-hmm. And they can do it sometimes even better than, than mm-hmm. Christians. 
Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, but what they can't do is through the power of the spirit is minister to the soul exactly. is to, to love them and look to them and care for them in a way that says, I love the Lord. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. How can I serve you? Exactly. Uh, and along those lines, Christian hospitality you don't have to do this every single time. If somebody just pops by for, you know, 10 minutes to drop something off, mm-hmm. that's different. But if you get the opportunity to pray with your guests yes. before they leave, that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a, you know, a short five minutes of, of prayer or mm-hmm. something. Which you are excellent at. I forget that all the time. I get caught up in whatever discussion or something and then i tend to forget that so you're you're very good at, at remembering well again to do it's that. i don't remember who but people have modeled that for me mm-hmm. you know and and along those lines praying specifically for that person mentioning their name yes in prayer it, mm-hmm. there is it's so powerful to hear someone praying for you yes i agree that that is an amazing gift that God has given us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean you and I. I mean the the, the church. Given the, the church, our, the yeah. church body, our family right. in Christ. Yeah. To, to for when when a Christian hears another Christian praying for them, mm-hmm. it, it's a gift. It is. It it means so much mm-hmm. uh, because in that moment you're saying this person's burdens this person's cares this person's life this person's this person mm-hmm. is important to me lord and i know they're important to you and they heard what and, i said right so uh so it, it it's a huge thing if we can pray for someone mm-hmm. before they before they leave agreed agreed um what else what else do you have just a couple things one is don't worry so much about your space and how much of it or how little of it there is. Mm -hmm. Once people are in your home, apartment, whatever, condo, once they're comfortable, it won't matter, you know, how many people are kind of crammed in. You and I've worked that out when we were in a thousand square foot apartment. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, where we live now is a little over 1400 square feet. We have had as many as 21 people in here, and everybody was pretty happy. They really were. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and again, 1,400 square feet, half of that is yeah, exactly. that's two true. offices and a master bedroom. Mm-hmm. So that's all. The other half of the house. The other half of the house. But so everybody else was crammed into the other mm-hmm. uh, 700 square feet. Right. So, no. What did I say? 1,400 square yeah. feet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... So, yes, we had 21 people in mm-hmm. 700 square feet. So. Yep. And everybody, you know, was familiar with one another. So, you know, getting cozy on the couch or sitting on the floor and whatnot. But so my point being is don't be afraid of that. People yeah. people adapt and, you know, they're cool with that. Mm-hmm. The other thing that has really helped me, and you can encourage people and encourage yourself to have people over if you do it potluck. Right. What I discovered for myself is 
I am more than happy to provide the space, the, you know, dishes, and usually it's paper plates and plastic utensils. I mean, that's not a big deal. Um, the drinks mm-hmm. and have people bring stuff. Right. One, it's a lot of fun because you get to see what other people are bringing. Yeah. And you get to try different things. Right. Uh, plus, it takes a huge amount of pressure off of you because you're not trying to create a whole meal. Right. For a whole group. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I would have any clue how to cook for 21 people. No. I would be so freaked out at that. Yeah. That would, I would be beyond stressed. Yeah. And I remember back in our first place when we were newlyweds and I, maybe we were, I don't know if we were still, no, still dating at the time. And we had, you know, tried to have friends over or something to, at my place. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried cooking out. I'm a, oh, right. As a guy, I know guys are supposed to be grill masters. I can't grill. I just... Neither one of us can. They either come out raw, mm-hmm. burgers come out raw, or they come out like hockey pucks. Mm-hmm. I cannot cook a burger on a grill. Yeah. And yeah. I can't cook chicken or any of that stuff. I, I envy those who can. Yep. And I tried doing that one time. We had a bunch of friends over... The grill never got hot enough, or I had too much meat on there, and it just it it took forever. It was awful. And so you were you were majorly stressed out I was, on that because it was well past time to mm-hmm. have gotten food for these people. Mm-hmm. So trying to cook for that many people, I'll never do it again. One of the things that we did, you know, fast forward fifteen years, or, you know, fourteen years, mm-hmm. uh, we had people over from a one of our home groups mm-hmm. and we catered it we yeah. just we went and got um again it was you know some rice some chicken mm-hmm. uh and you know from what one of the i don't know latin american food yeah it's called tropical grill yeah. in our area but so it's it's got that kind of thing you get you know the chicken the rice the beans the different yeah. sauces and I think the whole thing cost us maybe a hundred dollars or something. Right. Which you know, again, I'm not, I'm not saying, but that was a, that's a one time we did that. Right. So I'm exactly. Not that's not uh, something that, we would be doing all the time. Right. But it, it probably would have cost us that much if we had, per- we figured out purchased food to cook. Right. And we were both relieved from the stress of trying to yeah. cook and coordinate that and get that all done. Cause that was supposed to be like an after right yeah. after church thing. Yeah. So, so, yep. So there are ways to, to do it. And, and here's the other thing you say, well, I don't have a hundred bucks for, to feed people. Like I get that, but you know what? The Lord provided that money. Yes. And the Lord provided for all those people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to, Trust the Lord for it. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Uh, which brings us back around to, it's a good note, note to end on. Don't, don't be afraid of that. Trust the Lord. Don't be afraid of hospitality. Yes. Because it will enrich your soul as well. It, it truly will. When, mm-hmm. when you have people leaving your house looking relaxed or more relaxed than when they came in, and not that you're looking for kudos, but, you know, they're saying that how welcome they felt, how much they enjoyed the time. 
it's as uplifting to me mm-hmm. and encouraging right. to me yeah. as what we were trying to provide to them. Yeah, exactly. And so, so don't be afraid of hospitality. The Lord will guide you. Mm-hmm. He will help you. He mm-hmm. will provide for you. Yes. And the spirit is there. Mm-hmm. And the spirit is amongst you mm-hmm. and the spirit is working on that level. Absolutely. So he has that part taken care of. And mm-hmm. again, hospitality is just obedience. It is. It's the Lord commands hospitality of us. So if we're being faithful to be obedient in that, the Lord, of course, is going to help us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Any Anything else? The Lord can help me get used to and actually enjoy hospitality, then he can help all (laughs) y'all, to use our South Carolina phrase. That's right. That's right. Well, again, we hope that this time Mm -hmm. has been something of hospitality for your ears. We hope so. And we hope that you are as encouraged and willing to try it and refreshed even at the idea of hospitality and that mm-hmm. you're not made af- afraid of it anymore. Yes. And that you'll have an opportunity uh, to do hospitality uh, in the in the near future. Yeah. It's enjoy your church family. Exactly. Yep. And others. Yep. Because that's how, how they see the Lord, yep. how you shine your light. Exactly. So... And with that, the Lord bless you. Have a wonderful week. Have a good one, all. And and we'll talk to you next time. Next time. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash graceandpeaceradio. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.